problem with 2e as a system. I don't hate it. I don't think it's a mockery of Pathfinder. I'm not extreme about it. My biggest complaint about 2e is that it feels like everything is a side grade from 1e. You can be non-extreme about things? I can. It's weird. <laughs> because there are things in 2e I legitimately like as like a core system. I like the idea that pass-fail on a 10 or more influences the crit. I don't like it combined with auto-crit and auto-fail which it still has. It needs to have one of those. So you're, you're saying you would those. like it more if you got rid of the 21 system. Yes. I don't like how one's now auto-fail skill checks. It was the worst home rule I ever encountered. Is that really a thing now? Depends on the skill. Not all skill uses have a, uh, have a crit failure. True, but your success is always considered lowered by one, which usually results in a fail. Yeah. So you can critically fail skill checks. That's what that means. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I had this argument with some other people that it means that let's so let's take my war priest in my, my local game shop game, for example. I have a plus 20 to medicine. Okay. I can uh, basically automatically hit the DC 20. I can automatically hit the DC 20 medicine check the tree wounds. Except you can't because if you roll a one, you consider to fail. Unless you have something that says your uh, all your rolls are considered one success category higher, a one will always make you fail on a skill check. Which I do because I okay. spec into the medic archetype so that yeah, like all sure. my successes are crit successes and stuff. But that is something that you had to take to mitigate the fact that a one will make you fail no matter what. Yes, but I also like, much like in reality, there is always a chance of failure. But there's really not. The whole issue is that they remove taking 10. That's really yeah, the whole that, issue. That's that's it. Yeah, I yeah. do disagree with that entirely. You go to a master smith who has made nails for 70 years of his life and you tell him to make a nail he's not failing there's no world in which he fails especially not one twentieth of the time there, yeah there, there might be a chance of failure but it's not five percent of the time first of all making nails is a waste of a master smith second of all we're not playing two we were playing one e no but we're we're just continuing a conversation we started off pod because it's interesting to talk about i like the way they went okay we're gonna make crs actually matter this edition i'm running a play by post of the moon scar there's an area in it and i don't mind telling guys this because if you guys run it for you guys at any point maybe we'll do it as like a live stream event i don't know we'll figure that out be fun. there's an encounter it is a cr 14 or 16 encounter i don't remember exactly off my head would you guys like to know what you fight in it i'm assuming a bunch of cr8 creatures like demons and stuff. if you said 24 cr5 alu demons <laughs> i was close <laughs> what? you'd be right i was in the right ballpark <laughs> Yo, real quick, are we still level three? We guys exhausted a lot of resources after fighting a vivisectionist beast morph Alphist yeah. that I cheated is and gave him bombs. Sam is a monster. Yep. Listen, I only did it for the memes and for you it's guys. okay. The bomb only did like two damage to me anyways, so we're fine. Technically, he could have gotten bombs back with the bombs discovery anyways. He was a beast morph vivisectionist mad scientist alchemist. Like I said, technically, if he had a discovery at any point, he could have gotten bombs back. I'm not sure he, he could have, but he didn't give him that discovery. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he had the ability to get a discovery back. But you guys killed him after Pelta got injected with Numerian fluids from his Iron Cobra. <laughs> oh, right. She now has uh, reptilian scaly scales. Skin. Like Pelta's a, a scaly, confirmed. Pelta's a scaly, confirmed. She's well, scaly no, right now. Anyone that wants to have a relationship with Pelta is a scaly. She mm. just has scales. Well, this conversation makes me want to start drinking. For other hours. Yeah, me too. It's a good thing that everyone here but me drinks. Then. It's yeah, too what bad are you, what that is I everyone finished dr my drink already. I'm already way ahead of you guys. I started a while back. Well then, Garrett, let's start with you. What are you drinking? 
Do you have to ask? Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. (laughs) Single-handedly keeping their entire business in float. Sam is, of course, drinking a uh, watermelon cider from East Satter's Brewery. It's my favorite. It is currently November, and they're still selling the summer brew. Not that you're annoyed that you can't get your cranberries. I want the cranberry, too, honestly. Listen, the winter flavor is not that great. Well, actually, I like their, their winter flavor is actually sangria, which is really nice. I don't like the sangria one. How is sangria a winter flavor? Uh, it used to be their champagne brute flavor, but they swapped them around a while back. Cranberry would make more sense for winter than sangria, but whatever, anyways. Ian, what are you up drinking? I've got coffee. Lovely. Nice. I'll let Alex explain what we're drinking this week, because he mixed it, so he knows more about it than I do. We call them peanut butter cups. Uh, it's based on... Screwball whiskey, which is a peanut butter whiskey, and then you add about equal part creme de cocoa, and then pour that over ice and top off with half and half or Irish cream if you're feeling spicy. Or just heavy whipping cream if you're feeling And then heavy whipping cream. No, I mean, like, you can use heavy whipping cream for the cream in it, too. That's what we did at your parents that one time. Drink nice and tasty. And the whipped cream we have, because I'm a basic bitch, is pumpkin spice whipped cream. It's actually really good on top of that. This episode comes out the week of Thanksgiving, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So uh, make sure you have a lovely time with your friends and family and loved ones and stay safe if you don't travel for, um, you know, the impending death of the universe. You know, actually just don't go anywhere or, like, speak to your friends. Have fun with your immediate family. uh, Stay in your bubble. Yeah, stay in your bubble, stay in your pods. Eat some turkey uh, be safe, or some everyone. ham if you're one of those weird people that cooks ham for Thanksgiving and turkey for Christmas for some fucking reason. What? Excuse you, I cook both for both. That's valid. That's valid. But cooking exclusively ham for Thanksgiving makes you a savage. I don't actually know if you guys know this. I actually only celebrated my first Christmas last year. Oh, right, because you're not Christian. Correct. Ooh. It was really funny. Gaming's parents were... Does he eat ham? Do we need to make him more food? A turkey? It's like, he doesn't, he, he isn't, doesn't keep kosher, but he does not like ham. How do you not, okay, how do you not like ham, Sam? This is... I didn't grow up eating it, and it just never appealed to me. Yeah, that, that'll yeah. do it. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, you didn't grow up eating it because, um, it's pork. Well, no, because here's the thing. I didn't eat ham, but my every time we got Chinese food, my dad always got pork fried rice. Because mm. it is the best of the fried rice. I mean, yeah. Mm, I disagree. I like shrimp fried rice the best. Shrimp fried rice uh, is very good. I also grew up in a coastal town, so, like, shrimp was, yeah. was fresh. I live in yeah. the middle of the country. There's no fresh fish. <laughs> yeah. Had. Welcome to North Dakota. We don't have shrimp here. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll just all, we'll just road trip to, I can all go to Disney. We'll go to a seafood restaurant. I know it's uh, not on the whoa, East whoa, Coast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we road not trip, go to Disney? If, if we're road tripping, we're road tripping to Maine. Come on. That's shellfish. We'll road trip up to Maine. We'll, we'll say hi to Bella. Woo-hoo. There we go. Pick up Wraith. Wait, wait, we don't have to make it. We just need to make it to New York and we'll get Wraith to cook it for us. Oh, yeah. What were you saying, Megan? One of our, like, two Patreon supporters. Shout out. Woohoo. Hey, we have four Patreon supporters. Oh, we do. Wow. Hey, uh, so, you guys are back and forth inevitable. We're back. We had to run away. You all wake up. Declan. Yeah. And Maldrick, who are uh, in one set of rooms. Uh, you notice uh, Gareth's missing. Oh, my God. He's been kidnapped. <gasps> call the police. And by the police, I mean the Hell Knights. And by the Hell Knights, I mean, please don't call the Hell Knights. They'll probably just kill Gareth instead of bringing him home. 
there's a note on his bed. And uh, you, you look at the note, it just says BRB at the library. <laughs> oh, okay. We, we know he's been going to the library. So that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's like one day left on that pass. So perfect. Yeah, he's going to have to go get back in line and get that renewed. Really, you should renew it before it's over. I'm sure the uh, the process is way worse. It's pretty painless the first time. He just has to pay the fee again. Yeah, it just took all day. Yeah. Just <laughs> the wait in line for five for like nine hours. It's like the yes. DMV. Exactly. Well, now he knows to get up early. That's why he's gone already. Yeah. And the Retha, there is a note nailed to your hotel room door. Oh boy. A summons from Signifier Host. Love that. Just going around destroying other people's property. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, you guys have some Numerian fluids, which I'm sure Declan's like, I'm gonna experiment the shit out of this. Yo, wait, wait, wait. I might drink some of those. We'll see. Mm, bad idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Pelta grew armor, so like... Ray is very much on team destroy it. The one and only thing that Retha and Ray agree about is do not drink the Numerian fluid. I don't, that plan, shit I don't plan to use it, but I want to learn about it. I could learn about it by using it. Pretty much just evil. Or you could not. If it did this to corrupt me. There's like a small chance that I get something A, temporary, or B, good. If I have to summon Great Granddad to revive your ass, because you- Instant death is a very low chance, okay? <laughs> but there Listen, is Declan a chance. has one of the vials and Ray has the others, and Ray is never giving you his, so... <laughs> I, I want everyone to know, I decided on a whim to see what Garrett's Numerian Fluid roll would be. I want everyone to know, I rolled a 69. Nice. Nice. What does that do? Trust me, it's not that nice. What does uh, that do? Let's find out. What uh, You exude an unpleasant odor as the stench ability <laughs> for 24 hours. <laughs> oh, see, that would have been fine. That would have been funny. Uh, Numerian fluid is like a worse version of the deck of many things. And no. Yep. No, deck of many no, things. No, it's not. Deck of many no. things is much I, worse. If I was given a choice between Rod of Wonder on myself... Numerian fluid on myself or deck of many things. Numerian fluid Every a thousand time. percent. Every of time. time. But yeah, you Retha, you got a summon from Signifier Host. Wabajack. Anyways, yes. Uh, he nailed a note to my fucking hotel room door. Uh, I'm sure the proprietor of the tavern is going to be real happy about that. You look at the door, there's like several other like knife gouges and holes in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Hell Knights probably do their shit all the time. Fair enough. That's what you have. And Maldrick, you find on your door as well, your cart order is ready. Oh boy. Woo! Pelza, you, you get up, you do your morning stretches, and you walk out. And <laughs> just see down the hall is a technically agent coming out of his hotel room. Oh, oh. One's a ghost wolf, one's a technically agent. And they're roommates! <laughs> I don't think you know what the word roommate means. We don't have any technology, right, other than honesty. Well, and, and Ray's armor, and his yeah. shield, but Just none of them everything, everything Ray. Ray has. But if the Technique League are staying at the Red Shield, then they're completely fucking missing the points, so you know what? Yeah, no, let them. Win for they're us. They're in the wrong spot. Uh, Pelta's gonna make sure she's got her scythe handy and just sort of keep an eye on the guy. Now be so. careful, that is, that is a switch scythe and it can change forms. Which yes, it's a switch scythe. The Technic League doesn't need a lot of excuse to start killing people. Oh my god, it's mechanical? Kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Levers, pulleys, blasphemous. 
technology. Dare you. Next, they're going to be coming after anybody at the wheel or a writing system. They're so terrible. They, there's literally a Pathfinder Society scenario where they attack the Black Ross Museum because they have a Newberry exhibit. Yeah. That's, I didn't, that, I've heard about that one. That's funny. To be fair, the Black Rose Museum basically has an eternal target over it that says, please attack us. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, the Pathfinder Society is also. To be fair, though, every person who attacks it gets killed eventually yes. by the Pathfinder Society. To so also be fair, the Pathfinder Society is really not the most morally adept people on Galarian. You say that, but there was the time that the one fucking, like, CR-16 devil attacked and stole some artifact from them. Oh, yeah. If you're ever told to go to the Black Rose Museum, find a different employer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, yeah. Oh, uh, Retha, you appear at the office? No shit. <laughs> and as you enter the office, Indeed, Signifier Haas, he's back from vacation, guys. Woohoo! Oh, boy. So exciting! I just, I just imagine the JonTron splash Jacques is back from war, guys, but it's housed and it's a lot less fun. It looks like a Skyrim text crawl. It's like, Signifier Haas has returned from vacation. <laughs> it, it's like your quest, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Vesa, there you are. I was wondering what you were doing back in town without reporting in. Well, uh... My little brother decided he needed to come do some more research before we proceeded. I'd planned to come this morning, but I needed to rest up first. I see. Tell me then, how was the floor and what's the what number is it on? Floor five? Six? Floor three, sir. That's awfully slow progress. Yes, well, we've got a cleric of Desna in the party. Ah, chaos, I understand. And uh, he stands up and you can see he's, you know, he's got his robes, but so he's just like standing up. It's like his robes are sort of flump because they're just so heavy and thick. It's like, gets real uncomfortably close to you. It's like, I don't really care about your brother, Lisa, but I care about our results. You're going to go back into that spire and you're going to document it. Like that failure of a wizard. Are we clear? Yes, sir. I have a logbook I've been keeping already. Good. Do try to improve, Lessa. After all, your examination is just around the corner, isn't it? You can kind of tell Bretha's nervous. Yes, I, I suppose it is. I am about getting to that level. Good. I've heard great things about your training with Mr. Pomquin. He says that you have spunk. Here, there's a medicine for that now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he meant that in the most complimentary way. Let us hope so, Essa. In the meantime, enjoy your recovery period. You'll likely need it. And he just sneers at you as he says that. Bertha opens her mouth. Looks like she wants to say something else, but shakes it off. Thank you, sir. He gives you a light pat on the cheek like a, a condescending adult to, to a child. Keep up the good work, little girl. I'm watching. You are dismissed. Without another word, she just turns on her heel, walks out, and goes to buy a second logbook. As you uh, enter the foyer, you see Jeremiah standing there, looks you dead in the eyes, nods, and leaves. As he does that, I will follow after him, approach him. What's on your mind, girly? You, uh reported about our training session to signify our host. That was the contract. I know you said you were recommissioned to train me. Yep. Is there anything else tying you to the the higher-ups here? <laughs> 
Let me tell you something, Retha. I ain't tied to shit. I had a contract, and it was to train you to use a shield. I'm here of my own volition now. Then she kind of looks back towards the Chancery nervously. I've heard less than savory things about the Hellknight bureaucracy in Fort Inevitable. And I shakes her head. I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. Might as well say it. I don't like it. Martha, I've been in a lot of citadels. I work for a lot of Hell Knight lictors and paralictors. People like Host, they're power hungry. They only want what they want, and they don't care who they trample on to get there. The fact is, he has a little more power here than I'd expect. He ain't the commander. No, he isn't. Which is why it surprises me that I usually end up reporting to him instead of the Lady Commander. Wonder why that is. Food for thought, Retha. Food for thought. I'll be doing my investigating. <clears throat> but I wanted to ask if I could, if I need to confide in anyone regarding legal matters. I'd rather not take it up with Host. And I'd rather not take it up with the Lady Commander because, well, while she is technically my superior, she also seems to be on Host's puppet strings. She seems to give Host a little more sway here than he truly deserves. I know from my studies and my training that a signifier shouldn't really be much more powerful than your standard rank and file Hell Knight, but he seems to have gravity, and that unnerves me. Good. You may be a Hell Knight, but that doesn't mean you're mindless. Always look forward. Always focus on what you want to get done. And if something seems wrong, you are the law. And that means you uphold it. And if someone in your organization is breaking that law, it is your sworn duty to uncover the truth and get them out. If I need help from within the Hell Knights, is it alright if I call on you? He puts his hand on your shoulder. My word is my bond, Retha. If you need help, I will be there. And you feel a surge of lawful energy infuse you. Being a Hell Knight would recognize as what is a common mystery revelation of the God Claw. Actually, it's part of his curse. It's a legalistic curse, but I messed up the wording there. That is the complete opposite of his revelation. That is his curse. Speaking of legalistic, literally the most manipulatable oracle curse of all time. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> That's the point though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just one of the best curses because it's no drawback whatsoever, really. He uses legalistic curse to um, mark that he has made a contract with you that if you call on him for aid, he will help. But you know, if a fucking high-level oracle signifier straight up said like, Yo, hit me up when you need help. I'd fucking take it. I just imagine like it's one of the summon items from South Park, the Stick of Truth. No, it's actually a Final <laughs> Fantasy summon. He appears as a giant, like, dude who fights <laughs> your enemies. That's kind, of, that's kind of what happens in South Park. He, he just, you just call out his name, he just teleports in, kicks everyone in the balls and leaves. Teleports behind you. Teleports behind you and just... Bye, bye, bye. Nothing she personnel, kid. <laughs> fucking slay livings leaves but uh yeah you have a uh, secured a quest item of friends in the fort oh my god in a less grimdark serious uh hell knight situation maldrick there's a half orc with a wagon and some mules Woo! my order's finally here these are mules yes those i i believe those are mine yeah all right you paid yep you got slip i think so i show him it Alright, here's a cat, here's a mules. This one's named Bertram, and this one's also named Bertram. Perfect. 
and the card is named Bertram. <laughs> I'm Bertram, by the way. Oops, all Bertram. It's just like embossed into the side of the card, Bertram. It's embossed on both sides. It's painted onto the canvas. This guy is, is just like, just can't quite wrap his head around brand names. And so they're just names. They're just his name, yeah. Right. That's what some brand names are, though. So is, it, is he really that off? He's so close. He's just like, I've named it Bertram, but it's really, I just put my name, Bertram, on it. <laughs> Kind of like Toe Crusher, naming everything Toe Crusher. Even when she uses a greatsword. Mm -hmm. I personally liked Dog Protector, but... Yeah, you have the cart, and you're gonna head on over to the Mercantile and load up on all your booze. Oh, hell yeah. So you head on over, and there's that that same dwarven shopkeeper's like, Oh, you're back! You're ready for the booze, boy. I guess, yeah. That is, well. That is indeed what I'm here for. Why is everybody a cowboy all of a sudden? <laughs> Sam's from Texas, and he got. No, I'm from Florida. That, I moved right. to Texas. You're in Texas. Yeah, I'm in Texas, so now I've got to talk like a cowboy. Florida is just sea Texas. <laughs> the reason is because I have that one gruff, rough, and tumble voice, and I just use it for a lot of characters, and then I don't consider the fact that I put them all in the same area. Ah. It's like in Skyrim when, like, a bunch of NPCs that are hanging around you use the same voice voice You're pack. finally away. Listen, there is only one voice actor in Skyrim that did not pull double duty. Rob was, like, giving me shit for always using, like, the same three character voices. So when I joined his Carrying Crown game, like, he was like, I bet you're gonna use the same voice again. I was like, no, Rob, I'm gonna use the country accent that comes out when I'm around the one half of my family instead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the dwarven bartender, he's the bartender the dwarven shopkeep all right let's go get your order it's in the back here okay i, I walk into the back with this strange dwarf i i scot i be scottish now i'm not walking into the back with him anymore <laughs> <laughs> this is a setup this dwarf has multiple faces and multiple voices and is actually a high level cleric of norgber and he's gonna stab you so yeah he brings you out back and uh he shoots you in the head with a shotgun <laughs> that's, that's what I was expecting. Wait. No, but that's fine because Maldrick will wake up a few days later and he'll become the courier. <laughs> that was a nine millimeter. You're that's the only reason you didn't die. You're finally awake, huh? <laughs> wake up oh. in the back of your cart. Hey, you. <laughs> yeah, you just look down at the cart and Bertram is written on the side of it. <laughs> so much passing out and waking up, passing out and waking up. Skyrim. Anyways, you got uh, all of your liquor, your Chalaxian Reds, your Dwarven Fire Ale. The Chalaxian Reds that are just for Retha. And of course, everyone's favorite. The Liberator. Smite. Smite Chaos. Oh no, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good drink name. It's a pretty good drink name, but it's from Andorin and it's called the Liberator, so it's clearly chaotic. It's favored by the Eagle Knights. Isn't Andorin neutral good? Yeah, Andorin's neutral good. I mean, but the Liberator is the chaotic good champion in 2E, so. I know it's also a prestige class in 1E, but like Andorin's thing is that they're neutral good, but they also really hate slavery, so they free slaves all the time. The Liberator Prestige class is specifically any non-lawful. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Still fuck that noise because I'm a Hell Knight, so... <laughs> yeah. Got bourbon, basically. Shitty bourbon. Because it's chaotic bourbon. Or it's non-lawful bourbon anyways. Just like real bourbon. Yeah, bourbon is absolutely a chaotic alcohol. We spent like 10 minutes trying to pick up your fucking liquor, so... <laughs> Yeah, so you got your cart full of booze. It's uh, really the dwarves' fault for changing accents so many times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is your liquor now. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Uh. 
<sighs> you can use your Jeremiah voice. I'm sorry I gave you shit. <laughs> I'm having fun, man. I'm drinking. I'm having fun. I'm playing games with my friends. We're all having fun here. We're having fun. We're going to move on over to some other people. Uh, let's go over to Declan. Declan, you got a journal. Yes, I do. <laughs> fluids. I've got various unnamed fluids. These viscous fluids that you have in a vial. Next as, to your next to your secret journal. As mentioned earlier, Maldrick is very interested in Declan's fluids. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna make them. gross noises whenever anyone says fluids. <laughs> but they're called fluids. Yeah. I'm trying to read more into that journal. All right, why don't you give me a linguistics check? And are you doing any more crafting while you're in downtime? Not at the moment. I'm going to save up some money. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you are reading more into the fluids. I'm reading more <laughs> into the fluids. Slorp. Uh, that is a 27 linguistics. So, you read the journal and I vamp while my PDF of the Emerald Spire reloads. <laughs> F's in the chat. You're reading this journal and, again, you encounter something peculiar. As you read this journal, you finally decode his archive of Floor 3. He's got it labeled as The Splinter's Den. And he talks about a group of Norgeber bandits called the Splinters that set up a base of operations on this floor. And like he describes these bandits. They had armor stamped with a splintered plank of wood. Very similar to how these bandits have uh, stamped with their the skull wearing a crown. And talks about how there was an alchemist among them who was studying the effects of various mutagens on animals. Does not refer to him as having the Iron Cobra or any of the other like Numerian items, but he also talks about a set of strange black li liquids that he took with him from the lab that he discovered there, but never could make sense of what they do. Uh, does it talk any further ahead, or is that the end of his entry? He talks about how they found notice that the entire camp wasn't there, and this is where they decided that the threat of a bandit group near their town was more pressing than exploration into the spire so they did not so they exterminated all remaining bandits in the area in the spire and then uh, went hunting for their above ground camp ever find it you look through it and uh he says like you just see an addendum footnote scribbling's like update and it's like maybe four months later we have exterminated the splinters before we head back i want to go and chat him up and see if he still has those vials for whatever reason or if he ever figured out what they were all right so you uh you're gonna so you'll have to do that tomorrow because it's pretty late in the day now they can do that in the morning before we go or whatever it's like 4 p.m so you know he's probably already had dinner and gone to bed definitely asleep he's a very old man who forgot his ring of sustenance can you blame him there's so many other good rings he can be wearing yeah, ring of freedom of movement, ring of protection, ring of evasion, ring of erections. Uh, hold the fuck Save up. That, hold on. <laughs> that ring doesn't take up a finger slot. <laughs> <laughs> but it does still take up a ring slot. So, yeah, exactly, you know. it still takes up a ring slot no matter where you wear it. It mentions in a couple other magic items, like the Meridian Belt, which lets you wear rings on your feet in addition to your hands. Uh, there are a couple glove items that call it out specifically. Yeah, but that ruins my joke. <laughs> yeah, <but> yeah. <laughs> no one's allowed to have fun on this podcast. Illegal. Illegal. It's the only contribution I have to this episode is ruining other people's fun. Retha's laser eyes activate. Illegal. It's a deep fried picture with the glowing red eyes. And it just says, illegal. 
Ray, you look out your window and you see some Technically League agents in their dark, edgy trench coats. Are Technically League agents just dressed like- do they just dress like school shooters? Is that what they do? No, 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 they, they dress like they're from the Matrix. That That's how I envision it. Dark, yeah. I was gonna say, like, very black sunglasses. Yes. Like, they're the only people in Galarian who wear sunglasses. So, Ray, you see these Technically League agents uh, walking down the streets like they doesn't afraid of anything. That's... concerning. I would assume that's how technically agents usually walk, but... I mean, they tend to be a lot more covert about it unless they are actively engaging on a target. Because their whole thing is infiltration and subterfuge and finding out if tech is being used, who is using tech, and then taking said tech and eliminating anyone who knows about tech. I'll be honest, in all the scenarios I've played that involve them, they're never very subtle. Oh no, they they tend to be incompetent because they're over cocky <laughs> as hell. Because they're like, I have a laser rifle, I'm untouchable. And it's like, magic still exists. <laughs> they do have some uh, tech weaponry on them now. The ones you saw before were unarmed, but these guys look like they've got some gear on them. Wait, they're actively carrying technological weapons out and about? To other people, it probably looks like just some sort of weird hand crossbow, because most people don't know what tech is. But you do, so you're like, hold up a second, is that a fucking laser rifle? Truth, they keep that thing on them, what can it say? Clearly. Well, this has gone from mildly interesting to someone's probably about to die, so Ray is going to attempt to tail them. Alright, why don't you give me some uh, stealth checks? I'm decent at that, I say, hoping I'm decent at that. And Pelta, the group crossing by your in window as well. Mm-hmm. Are they the same ones? They're, it's the same guys. Like, you saw them packing. Okay. I guess they are technically packing heat, huh? They are. Yeah. <laughs> well, assuming, assuming they're not hey. laser weaponry and not one of the other types. But, um... Arc pistol, zero pistol, etc. Uh, that being said, that is a total of 27. You're tailing them. They haven't seemed to notice you. Pelta's trying to keep a sort of rough eye on where they are, too, but know that she would get noticed if she tried to get... Being Numerian herself, like, too aware of the uh, dangers they pose. So you guys are uh, walking. Stalking, rather, not walking. Yes. Tail them, and Ray, you see them just go, and they just stand in line at the Chancery. Hmm. <laughs> with weapons out? They have their weapons on them, and you know, that little same little halfling boy that you saw that gave- well, you guys wouldn't know this. If, I'm sure Gareth told you guys about the halfling boy. Mm -hmm. And how disgusting slavery is, just as a lecture along with that, you know. Yeah, Ray probably doesn't know, because he doesn't stay in the same hotel as everyone else. Pelta would have heard the story, though. They're just standing there in line. They, got, they take a ticket, and they just sit down, and they're just- they're just standing there. I really want to see a firefight between the Hell Knights and the Technically. Like, Ray just wants to see this go down. Because, I mean, uh, he wants both the factions to lose. So, whoever wins, he wins in the end. Ray will take a ticket, if only to muddle bureaucracy a little bit. Since Pelta's so close to the Chancery, she just walks in the front door. And she'll actually go to work for the first time in a week. Hey, yeah, Pelta, you go into your cubicle area, basically. And just, you got your scrolls, your scroll wheel, and your pen sets. And you just start writing scrolls and uh, watching them, and eventually they come up and they pelt to give me a perception check to see, and Ray as well, see what, what you overhear about what they're doing. Oh, I'm, I'm sticking as close to them as I physically can without being obvious about it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, give me a perception to see what you overhear. So, Honesty's assist, she assists. Oh, she's coming out? Ray's roll? No, 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 mental action, she's right, right. assist with. We're, right. we're still connected. I rolled a 13 for Pelta. 30 for Ray. Pelta, you just hear, like, requests and like permit and just like bits of words that doesn't really give you context but ray you hear uh, the whole like pretty much the whole conversation they're also looking for a library permit to discover what they know the city knows about 
any constructs that were in the area and how they can acquire permission to enter the spire. God damn it, are we gonna have to kill the technically in the spire? Ugh. At which point, that same half-elf that they Gareth the ticket, and then it's like, you don't ask me, you gotta ask the higher-ups. You need to make an appointment with them. Or when are they available? Two months from now. <laughs> well, we have a time frame. Then we will wait. They just sign for their sheet, and then they leave. Yo, yo, guys, this totally works out, because by then the bar will be up, and then we have a way to stop people from going lower into the spire. <laughs> I have an idea that I think Ray would do to sort of muddy the waters a bit with the Technic League. Okay. I would like to attempt a sleight of hand check to plant a just a note on one of them written in Androphin with just some like misleading information. What kind of misleading information? There's no way he would know technically code phrases. So just in Androphin, flying drone scene four miles south of Spire. Okay, give me a sleight of hand check. All right. Fail, fail, fail. Natural 13 for a not incredibly high, so that is a 22. Well, allow me to roll and see if they notice. You could hear my eyes rolling from here. Uh <laughs> yeah, they're distracted by the sound of Retha's eyes rolling. <laughs> yeah, you place it in the pocket of one of their trench coats. He'll do a show of, like, as they're passing by, like, he's, quote-unquote, not paying attention. The typical pickpocket thing, really. Yeah. But they run into him, and he's like, oh, sorry. Except he's reverse pickpocketing. Yeah. He just growls at you, and you see him, like, twitch, and you know what that twitch is. Like, he was about to talk out his gun and start shooting. Because <laughs> how dare you touch me? I am Technic League! And then he remembers he's in a hell knife. What's the Technic League? <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, wait a minute. This is a Numeria. I can get killed yeah. here. And he stops. It's like, I can't I can't actually kill anyone on the street that I want without repercussions. Yeah. You live today. <laughs> Watch out next time. And he's like trying to glare at you, but he's got the fucking, he's got these really dark V mods on. So it's like, just, you can't see any, like into any look on his eyes. He's not wearing gunners. I thought all technically there's more. Yeah, the V mods are gunners. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Their V-Mods aren't aviators. What a bunch of fucking posers. Exactly. Ray doesn't respond to intimidation, so he'll just smile and step out of their way. And then I'm going to get my own permit for the library, because like hell am I letting them investigate stuff without me running some kind of interference. Name. Uh, Levin. <laughs> Ray will introduce himself, just Raylock, and he will pull out his quote-unquote badge of office. Press badge. Yeah. He's a reporter that's been sanctioned by the Order of the Pike to investigate goings-on in Fort Inevitable and the Spire, and he has ties to a certain city in the River Kingdoms, which his actual employment base is located in. Oh, I heard about you. You're part of the Exploration Committee, ain't you? Unofficially, yeah. I'm just a chronicler. Too gold for a permit. It expires in a week. If you bring it back before then, you get it renewed for free. Can I up the pay to increase the time? No. <laughs> I don't have the authority to do that. If you want some of the authority to do that, you'll have to fill out this paper, which is a request for paperwork to permit an increased stay. He'll happily take the sheet and pay the two gold. That's what I thought. You should like a chunk of a stamp. I guess Ray's next business would be scouring the library for anything involving technology. All of y'all get to do library use, and all I get to do is talk to Jeremiah for <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> you got top billing. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. You made quest progress. <laughs> That's true. That's I true. I found go, a quest. I had to go update one of the quest entries on the Kanka. Some of us have to actually put in research and effort to get their quest logs. You just have to talk to people. Talking to people is its own kind of research. He was like, that's because I'm a tenant, Marshall. Hey, wow. <laughs> you should try it sometime. It's real fun. So, Ray, you head over to the library. Pelta, you're still working, and uh, your supervisor's like, oh, you came in today, huh? Well, that's a lot of scrolls. It's okay. I mean, I, I guess. It's, it's not like I can stop you anymore. You're part of the Spire team now. I'm just here to make a living, and barely at that. These guys don't pay well. I hope you're making better money in the Spire. Yes, it's better. Oh, I wish I was an adventurer like you. Unfortunately, I lost my leg. I did just about die yesterday, <laughs> so... Unfortunately, I took a cannonball to the leg. Uh, back when I was a pirate in the shackles. That must have been quite an adventure. How'd you end up here? I fell asleep on a cart, and I woke up, and I was in the River <laughs> Kingdoms. <laughs> I was very drunk. Uh, I was trying to steal a horse and get over the border. And then a dragon showed up and saved me for being <laughs> executed. Wait. Instead of uh, getting executed for being a pirate, they told me I could work off my death society by being middle management. All because a dragon saved me from my execution. <laughs> Man, the heat in this Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting life before now. Well, that's why they call me Ordinary John. You probably won't see me again. That's what most people who quit say. I don't blame them. And he just kind of stares off in the distance. Still muttering about his leg. Still muttering about his leg and you just hear him walk off and you just hear thunk. You around town. Fucking NPCs. <laughs> I held my sobs. He's like, did you steal someone's sweet roll? Ray having <laughs> left just gets the sense of like, boy, I'm glad I left before some weird shit happened. <laughs> Half the people in this town walking around in fucking Daedric armor. Yeah, that's pretty much what Helldite plate that's looks like. That's pretty much what Helldite armor is. Yeah. So Everybody, give me perception checks while you're out. Maldrick especially, because you're probably carting things to the spire. That is probably true. Honestly, assists. Shit. Oh, don't forget, I have terrible perception. I'm not even putting ranks in it because it's so bad, Sam. Oh, yeah. Oof. I got a five. All right, I got a five from Maldrick. That's a 11 from Aretha. Not amazing this time. I got a five, which is a natural one. I got a total of 20, 22 if it's dim or lower lighting. It's sunset. It's not dim, but it's getting kind of dusky. All right, so then 20 is what you get from me. So yeah, Maldrick, you're probably on your way back from the spire by now, parking your wagon at the inn or the stables, and you see Ray. He's walking, He's like, and Ray, you're like, Oh god, it's Maldrick. I don't have a problem with Maldrick. I don't understand why he keeps calling me Levin, but Ray likes him well enough. That's fair. You just see Maldrick <laughs> and you see uh, Pelta and Retha and everyone else, except Declan, who's just waving out a window because he stayed inside all day. Interesting. I mean, I guess it's not. They're just gathering to go home. Yeah, they're gathering to go get dinner somewhere, and your Ted's happy to be walking by there. So, you guys having a group outing without me again? As if I've got work to do. You still have work? I'm actually headed back to the Spire. Retha holds up the blank logbook that she spent the rest of the day buying. Why are you going back to the Spire? Setting up for the bar again? Exactly. Is there food out there yet? Ah, I just picked up a bunch of alcohol. Uh, as far as food goes, I don't want to buy any of that until like we're properly ready to open. I've done the whole advertising campaign, all that, because that's going to spoil. Right. Magic's advertising campaign is he just wrote, come to the Emerald Spire for alcohol on a signpost and shoved it somewhere in the ground. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Maldrick's advertising campaign is going to be illegally putting up signs all over. 
He's got an actual columnist that has offered to write him a proper advertisement. He can do both. Yeah. As you guys meet up, a courier runs up to uh, runs up to you guys. Oh, hey, been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. You're, you're Retha, right? I have a request from uh, Lady Commander. A bounty. He's issued a bounty for some bandits that have been spotted in the woods nearby. Ragnar the Red is their leader. <laughs> is it the Crown Skulls? They believe it to be the Crown Skulls. It's it's here on this note that she wrote. Thank you for the note. Who are you? Well, nice to meet you. I'm the courier. And he tips his, uh, his little newsboy cab and runs off. I fucking hate that. Well, try and kill him. He's invincible. He's not courier six. He's just a courier. As you read it, it's much more formal, but it's very pronounced what he said. And in it, it's described, like it says that uh, we had some farmers report movement from a group with the crown skull printed on their gear uh, after having raided uh, some town, some uh, houses nearby. They believe to have stopped for the night somewhere in the Echo Wood and they need immediate purging. Um, Bounty reward, 500 gold ahead. Brother, get the heavy flamer. <laughs> Brother, get the flamer. The heavy flamer. <laughs> I know we're not exactly hurting for gold at this point with the stipend and whatnot, but this seems pretty worthwhile. I, I think the bar can wait. I have an idea where they might be anyways. Um, just for the weak in the force in the tower as well. Upon reading the, uh, the note about some houses nearby, you see just a little bit of hellfire light behind Retha's eyes. Um, does the camp that was talked about in the journal line up with this spot somewhere in the Echo Woods? Yes, actually, it lines up somewhere in the southeast. Retha just looks at Maldrick and goes, If they've gone after Mum and Dad, there'll be no mercy. Wait, your family lives here? Yes. I was under the impression they lived in Chelyax. What? I I'm very confused why you would assume our family lives in Chelyax. I don't know. Because Retha keeps talking about Chelaxian heritage. Her favorite drink is Chalaxian wine. I feel like this is a racist. I have never once talked about Chalaxian heritage. I've talked about infernal heritage, which obviously I have. Gestures at her fucking footlong horns. The Hell Knights have their ori origins in Chelyax as an organization. And you eat and drink Chalaxian confectionaries. I, I don't know why this was an incorrect assumption. I mean, I know why it's incorrect, but I don't know why it's an absurd one. What do you mean? Gareth drinks Andorran confectionery. Gareth probably just, like, drinks Disney's bathwater. So, I mean, like, does that make him Verizian? Hell no. But I'm not taking anything that Gareth does as value to your family, because he's clearly the rebellious child. I mean, he's pretty much like Mom. Fairly much, yeah. I need a complete diagram of your family tree so badly. Uh, we wish we, we don't have that yet. <laughs> Our family tree is very I'm fucked up. We do attempting not some genealogy research, but obviously the Spire Expedition is getting in the way. My Hell Knight training is getting in the way. I haven't even had time to do proper bloody lawyer work in the last month. There's too much money and, well, if I'm to be frank, too much of my own reputation riding on this to not do the bandit thing, so. And we'll pick up on the bandit thing next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at Bar Dungeon, on Tumblr at tumblr.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar. 
For behind-the-scenes extras, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar. Thanks, and see you at the bar. Thank <laughs> you.